should have done this off camera, but I wanted it to be real. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, Dear Pop Culture, the podcast where we talk about pop culture that is dear to us. Um, today I don't have a guest. It's just me coming at ya. Um, yeah, just wanted to do a little, little um, live update. It's not live at all. Um, little update, just what I've been up to. Um, what I want to talk about, um, yeah, it's been good. I've been living alone without a roommate, so it's like a new, I don't know, a new lease on life where I'm like, I can watch whatever I want. That being said, when I did live with a roommate, we didn't really like watch TV together, so I could have watched whatever I want, but I would always feel like judged which is totally just my insecurity I don't think they really cared at all but (laughs) but I would just be like I don't want to watch this because what if they I can't watch pitch perfect because they're gonna come in and be like oh pitch perfect or maybe they loved pitch perfect and I'm just wildly insecure but (laughs) but that's besides the point um anyways I did recently rewatch pitch perfect and um it's like good and bad. It holds up because it's funny. It's like an original idea. Anytime a movie comes out and you're like, oh, that hasn't been done before. It's like, it's nice. So, I mean, the first one, obviously they did two sequels. So, you know, it's been done a lot. And like it came out of Glee, but it was kind of making fun of Glee a little bit. It was tongue in cheek. The stuff that doesn't hold up is mostly Anna Kendrick's character. She's like, I'm alt and I'm too cool. I want to be a, a taken seriously as a DJ. And it's just so funny. <laughs> like she just, <laughs> she thinks when she's singing, oh, I can't remember. She's like, uh, I don't know. She's singing like Bulletproof. And then Brittany Snow's like, she's like, you know that song to Brittany Snow? And Brittany Snow's like, yeah, what do I live under a rock? And it's like, yeah, what what does she think? She just thinks she lives in her own little world. She's an unlikable character. And I talk about this a lot, about unlikable characters and, like, anti-heroes. And I'm like, why can't we just like somebody? You know, I just want to watch something where I like the person. Um, is that so hard? I want to root for you. Let me root for you. <laughs> um, But anyways, it's fun. The songs are fun. Oh, there is one thing I have. I tweeted this once, but I'll say it. I'll say it again here. Um, the, she says uh, we do synchronized lady dancing to Mariah Carey chart toppers. They do not sing a single Mariah Carey song in the entire movie. Just, just a note. Just something that they could have done better, in my mind. Okay, I'm looking at my notes here. What else do I want to talk about? Ooh, I watched the TV show Starstruck. That's something new. Well, it came out last year. And um, it's so cute. Uh, Like, what a good little rom-com. It literally could have been a movie. I think there's only, like, four episodes, and they're 30 minutes each. Um, But it's, like, if you haven't seen it, it's called Starstruck. It's this, like, sitcom from this... It's not really a sitcom. It's a show from this New Zealand comedian, Rose Matafeo. I might say her name wrong. But um, she's really funny. Uh, that's the only thing I've seen her in, but she's funny in it. She created it, stars in it, and it's about her. She is a, a one-night stand with, like, a celebrity, but she doesn't know he's a celebrity, and then obviously she finds out, and it's just a kind of about their relationship. It's so cute, and it's really funny, so I highly recommend that. Um, 
it's on uh, HBO Max or Crave. Crave has all that stuff in Canada. You know, um, I really liked it. It was, uh, it made me be like, I need to write a thing. You know, I love this whole um, female, like, I'm going to create and star in my own thing that's happening. Fleabag and uh, I May Destroy You. That, I don't know, Mindy Kaling. <laughs> this is, there's a lot of examples. It's not really like a thing. It's just like a thing. You know what I mean? Okay, I also watched <laughs> The Batman. Um, I didn't talk about it on the last episode with Sean because he hadn't seen it. But, oh man, I really liked The Batman. Um, I thought Robert Pattinson was so good. And they really like... They made him, <laughs> they made him really emo. Like, and that was, it was funny. I was, I like laughed when I saw him. He had like the, the black long hair that like Gerard Way and My Chemical Romance used to have. And, uh, and yeah, and he's just brooding and it's, um, it's just funny to see him. Like, is that look back? <laughs> I think uh, kind of, um, but I thought, yeah, I thought he was really good. He had that whole like gruff voice. Also, he like narrated and it was raining the whole time. It really reminded me of Sin City. I was like, if this wasn't Bruce Wayne, if you just changed the characters names and like took away the bat costume, it could have been Sin City 3, um, which I really liked Sin City. I, I think that's a compliment. Um, and also there's a lot of um, a lot of famous people that I didn't know were in it um so like Colin Farrell I knew played the penguin if you haven't seen he's wearing a ton of prosthetics he doesn't look like Colin Farrell at all which is kind of a shame because we want to look at Colin Farrell but um I don't know like he he was really good and then like uh apparently he's getting his own spinoff now as the penguin and then I said something like oh like I've watched like he was good but I kept thinking like they could have like saved a lot of money on makeup and just cast somebody who like kind of looked like that already. Like, you know what? I, I like Hollywood's so dumb. I, <laughs> I, I give someone else a chance. Like I like Colin Farrell. I think he's a good actor, but like, I don't know. It's so weird. And then apparently he did say, um, it's the freest he's ever felt, which I think makes sense because when you're like a really hot guy, um, people treat you differently. They treat you better, <laughs> but maybe they treat you like you're dumb a little bit. Maybe he's like, oh, I got to act crazy. People didn't think I was dumb. Who knows? But, um, I bet, I bet that spinoff will be good. Um, but, uh, so I knew he was in it and Paul Dano plays the Riddler and, and he's really good too. But then Jeffrey Wright plays, um, Commissioner Gordon and John Turturro's in it and uh, there was like someone else a bunch of dudes a bunch of like you know actor dudes that are names but I was I was just like oh cool this is a real dudes rock movie and Zoe Kravitz was really good too but she was the, the only the only named woman let's just say it doesn't the Batman doesn't pass the Bechdel test oh no it does. I won't give it away, but I think it does actually. The Batman passes the Bechdel test. Interesting. 
<laughs> I like that. I like that for the for the Batman. Good for them. Um, but it also reminded me of the the spinoff series Gotham that uh, I did watch the first season of when it came out. I remember I was watching it when it was like airing, so I didn't. Um, and then I moved to Vancouver and I didn't continue to pay for cable, so I didn't keep watching it. I think it is all on Netflix now. I should because I really did enjoy the first season. I thought it's a cool concept. I thought Ryan from the OC, Ben McKenzie was great. Um, I think he should be in more stuff. <laughs> and uh, oh, they made Alfred like a like a dilf. They made him hot. Um, so that was good too. <laughs> and Jada Pinkett Smith, she's I don't think she's in the second season, but she's a really good villain in the first season of Gotham. Fish Mooney. And the guy who plays the, the penguin in that is very good. Yeah, I think that series, I was going to say it deserved more, but I, I think it was on for a while. I just didn't watch it. It deserved more from me. Um, sorry, Gotham. <laughs> um, I, another thing I did want to talk about, the Oscars are coming up at the end of March. And um, so they're having hosts for the first time in like three or four years. The three hosts are having Amy Schumer, Regina Hall, and Wanda Sykes, which I'm all for. I I think that's a great, I think having one person do it, it's probably a lot of work. Like, yeah, let's give it to three of them. Anything Wanda Sykes does is hilarious. She's one of the funniest people. Um, So I'm excited to see that. I like Amy Schumer too. And and Regina Hall. She's so funny. Um, So I think that'll be good. I'm excited to see what they do. But uh, also... They're changing a lot. They they took eight categories that they're not going to televise this year, which I people always complain that the Oscars are too long. I watch the Oscars every year, all three and a half hours of it. I love it. I and so the categories that they're taking away, I have them written down here, are documentary short, animated short, live action short. To be fair. I don't care about those categories. Um, <laughs> I've never watched a short, which is as someone who's like knows a lot of people trying to get started in entertainment. We make sh- you make a short. That's what you do. <laughs> so sorry to anyone I know who's made a short. I've been in a short. I never watched it. Um, and, you know, that's not to say that they're bad. I'm sure there's a lot of really good ones. I'm sure the ones that are nominated are good. I just never watched them. Um, but that being said, I do like watching those categories because those are a lot of first-time or newer filmmakers. And when they get their moment on the Oscars stage, it's like it's like palpable. It's like it's so that you could, they're always so excited. They're like, you know, they're usually younger and they're like crying. Like, ah. this is the thing that I do love about any award shows. Um, and this is why I watch the Oscars. And literally every person who wins an award, I will cry. They, they start to cry on stage or they just say like anyone who's accomplishing their dreams or like trying to accomplish their dreams. It really gets to me. I cry through the whole thing. I'm like, oh, they did it. <laughs> they're there i'm so happy for them i used to cry when people would get kicked off of so you think you can dance 
I was like, they were, they were just trying to live their dreams, and they were so close. Um, so, so it's so yeah, it's just like you're taking away that moment for them for these like newer filmmakers. I don't like that. Um, I hope they still get to go, but still, the, the winner should get their chance on stage. I th- absolutely think they should not cut those. Um, the other ones are cutting film editing, makeup and hair, original score, production design, and sound. It just said sound. It didn't say sound editing or sound mixing. I'm like, did they merge those categories? Or is there like sound, sound editing, and sound mixing? I don't know. I was always confused by that. Um, But anyways, makeup and hair, like, I don't know. I, 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 I want this is thing. I want all these people to have their moments. They're they're always so exciting. I mean, they didn't cut costumes, and I do always look forward to what the costume designers are wearing to the Oscars because they're making their own shit. Um, you always got to watch out for the costume designers, and sometimes they just wear. You know, they make their own. Um, you know simple dress but sometimes they they're dressed the most eccentrically and like they're dressed cooler than all of the actresses wearing designer stuff in my opinion um so they didn't cut costume design which I'm glad about but yeah makeup and hair like why that's important original score that's huge I mean those guys and unfortunately most of them are guys (laughs) those guys are are he, Hans Zimmer, Johan Johansson, Danny Elfman. I'm trying to think of other ones. You know, they're they're um they're celebrities to me. <laughs> I love I love listening to movie scores. I think um uh, I mean I think movies would be nothing without the scores. Um it, it's true. Um I don't know. I just think that's weird. I think all of it is weird. I don't know. I don't know. They're trying to make it shorter, but will it be shorter? I think it'll still be a three-hour ceremony. I think they're gonna shoe it. They're gonna shoehorn in more dumb performances by Eminem for no reason. Remember that in 2019, 2020, when Eminem just saying "lose yourself." They didn't explain why. He just showed up. He just showed up and saying "lose yourself." He did that at the Super Bowl this year, but made a little bit more sense. But <laughs> he's just doing the lose yourself tour. Um, good for him, you know. That is his best song. I saw Eminem live at a music festival once, and he was great. But he's never been my favorite. Um. Anyways, I think that is all. I think that is all I I want to talk about. Um, we'll keep this one a little shorter today. Um, yeah, I. I think this will come out right before the Oscars, so we'll let you know. We'll we'll keep you posted on how that went. Um, other than that, oh, I, I will say I have a lot of shows coming up in Vancouver in the next few weeks. You can head over to my Instagram at Hina Jarms. I did a little post about them. But yeah, um, the main one on March 25th, yeah, March 25th, Comedy Bucket and Goodie Bag at Slice of Life. In Vancouver, um, I have been running both those shows with Randy Newmeyer, and um, yeah, they're gonna be super fun. And then um, April seventh to eleventh, I am gonna be doing some shows in Toronto. So 
I'll keep you updated on that. Um, anyways, that's all we got today. So thanks for listening. Uh, tell your friends, share this lovely podcast with them. And um, yeah, we love you. Bye.